No longer an apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Got a quick reaction for you guys to UNC's win over Tennessee season over. The crowd was electric. This is probably my fastest turnaround, actually, for a game recap, and I'm so excited to get you guys my truly instant reaction to UNC's win. Let's get it started. UNC getting the big dub, 3-0 over number 11 Tennessee. UNC is ranked 10. Started out a little bit back and forth, you know, a couple chances from the Tar Heels, a couple chances from the Vols, but Ruby Grant had a header that hit the crossbar, but Allie Gambone in the right place at the right time to knock in her first goal as a Tar Heel off the rebound, and you know, that's just a great thing, just putting shots on goal and on the frame, you never know what's going to happen, the goalkeeper wasn't able to get a hit on Ruby Grant's header. That allowed a good deflection off the crossbar. Took took a little luck there, and Gambone finished it home. UNC went into the half up 1-0. to zero. They doubled their lead in the 66th minute. Sam Meza sent a beautiful cross over to Tori Hansen, who headed it to the top left corner. Very, very good header. Uh, got the crowd going for sure. And then Avery Patterson, as she has done every game this season, in the 78th minute, got a great ball from Emily Murphy. Emily Murphy... I think played a lot better this game. Had a really good turn. Uh, one touch, couple touches. Passed a little through ball to Patterson. Slotted it across, uh, across the, goal, uh, the goal and the goalkeeper into the bottom left corner. So Patterson with her fourth goal in three games. That sealed the deal for the Tar Heels game set match. They won 3-0. to zero. Now looking at the box score, honestly... I know UNC outshot them 24-12, but 9-8 to eight in shots on goal. This was a much more balanced game than the BYU game, uh, and that's going to get right into my first takeaway. This was a very physical game. The Vols really brought the physicality. You could sense it. There were a lot of bodies colliding, but I think UNC did a great job matching it. It didn't seem like BYU was that competitive, and I know it was an exhibition, but when you get out there, for your season opener, you know, there can be some nerves. Tennessee really came out uh, aggressive, I thought, from a physicality standpoint. They were going for the 50-50 balls, you know. There there were there were a few fouls in the game. There were three yellow cards, I believe, 14 fouls total. But like I said, UNC really rose up, and they matched that physicality. And that's what you got to do in a game like this. It's fight or flight in that situation. And I think UNC rising up and honestly being more physical uh, I think throughout the game, Macy Bell did a fantastic job. She did not give the Tennessee strikers any good chances on goal. I think uh, Tori Hansen as well. Uh, that the, that duo in the back, I'm really liking. Uh, the defense again, a clean sheet for the third straight game. That now makes it uh, that'll be ten to zero so far for the season for UNC. So I think UNC really uh, th- their physicality is what won them a few extra 50-50 balls and it got them a few extra possessions um and that uh for the next point uh the passing once again was superb the through balls the crosses Tessa Della Rose had so many good crosses into the box and if you get enough in there if you get enough balls in the box something will always happen you there are so many dangerous players that can score for this Tar Heel team and I mean Gambone is one who hasn't scored until tonight uh and and then obviously Sam Meza's ball uh to, to Hansen for the second goal uh finally got a cross down but the passing the one twos uh the teamwork was really good and I think that helped UNC control the, the most part of this game because 
like like I said, it was more balanced than the BYU game where it felt like UNC was always on the attack. Tennessee was pressing up a little bit, you know. They were they had some some chances uh in their attacking third. We there were a few five to ten minute spans where we were kind of backed up, but we got we pushed it back out. Passing's a huge part of that. Uh and then going to the third point, we did such a better job in the second half, in my opinion, with creating chances and finishing them. For sure. I, I think the Gambone goal, that's just great awareness from Allie right right there. Uh, but I just think we were creating better opportunities in that uh, that second half. And really to start out that second half, uh, Tori Della Pruda had a shot on goal, saved by the goalkeeper, also had a header that she missed, but she kind of set the tone a little bit. Uh, Avery Patterson set the tone with a couple shots. And then uh, obviously with the breakthrough with Hanson and, and then Patterson scoring two goals within 12 minutes of each other. Uh, but the I just really liked how eager we were to kind of take our shots, 24 of them. Uh, I know nine on goal. But I, I think our offense being aggressive, I think there's a bit of a difference from that first to second half. And maybe that's just, maybe that was just because Tennessee really matched it to start the game. Their defense was pretty, pretty solid, but the floodgates really opened uh, in, the, in the second 45 minutes. So those are really my three takeaways. Uh, and you might be talking, saying to yourself, if you went to the game, what about the goalkeeping? Uh, that's where I'm heading to next because for my standout players to start out, I'm taking both of the goalkeepers. Emmy Allen and Mars Josephson were phenomenal tonight. Uh, they had four saves each. They saved a few goals, uh, especially Josephson. There was a she had a really good save that was it was looking like it was going top left, uh, and you know she was defending corner kicks well. Got to give a lot of credit to the goalies because with the first two games, especially with exhibitions, uh, you know there might not be that much pressure on a goalie to especially in a blowout game like VCU there's just not much action for them but tonight they really saw action again Tennessee with eight shots on goal from out of 12 so uh and they saved all eight of them that's gonna win you a game that's gonna keep you a clean sheet uh so I think both Allen and Josephson who are clearly in a battle uh to see who gets the starting goal job uh uh officially I think it was interesting that they each played a half I love the call by Dorrance though to kind of get a read uh, but both of them did a really, really good job, and they deserve a lot of credit because a lot of you know fans are going to look at the goal scores, but I'm obviously going to be the guy. I'm looking at the whole team. I'm seeing everyone play. Uh, mad credit to the goalkeepers. They did a great job. Uh, talked about her a little bit already, but Tessa Della Rose, I, I think uh, as much as I've raved about Tori Della Pruda on this podcast, Tessa Della Rose is the best freshman on this team. She is so stable at that left back, back, left back position. She's a great defender. You know, she has good footwork. She doesn't really make many defensive mistakes, but I also love how offensive minded she is with getting balls in the box, taking corner kicks, uh, that left foot of hers. She delivers some really good balls. Uh, and I know none of her crosses resulted in goals, but I think she kept the pressure up, uh, especially from a fullback standpoint, you know, sending balls in, attacking down the wing. She played a huge part in that along with, you know, holding her ground on the left side. So she she's had an amazing start to the season. And I, this is a four-year defender right here. Uh, she, I, I think she has the record for UNC for the beep test with 57 uh, rounds or however you do it. So she's got crazy endurance. Uh, but also she's proven to be an absolute baller. So a lot of credit there. And then obviously you got to credit the three goal scorers. Um, 
Love to see Hanson getting involved in the box. Her and Macy Bell had a couple opportunities first half off of off of corner kicks that just never really materialized. They couldn't get their head on them. Not a perfectly solid contact, but uh, Tori Hanson, I think, had another really good game. Love that duo in the back. Uh, Gambone, first career goal. Round of applause. I mean, coming off the bench, she's kind of, especially last year, like in and out of the starting lineup. That can be tough for players, but uh, the awareness on her goal to, you know, it's what they say when we when we play soccer in middle school. Follow your shot, even if it's not your shot. Follow the shot, and that I I really think if we went into the half zero zero, I think this is a completely different ball game. I think Ali Gambone also opened up a lot of our offensive potential uh, in this game, and then obviously Avery Patterson. This I said this the first episode, but she's our primary goal scorer. She's got an amazing foot to score off of. She's I love how attacking she's playing. Uh, she's playing left wing now. Uh, and I, I love that because she can cut in with her right foot. She can also shoot with her left foot. So she can shoot off both feet. She's got good positioning. Uh, and, I mean, she's just really athletic and uh, putting away the final goal. Uh, she's – and this is what I was saying with uh, – in the, the five uh, – breakout players for UNC this fall season that UNC was really missing a goal to go to goal score last year but I think they finally found one and Avery Patterson is certainly that I love Dorrance putting her on the front three making her play forward on the wing because she played very central last year whether it was center mid or even center back and uh, she's taking full advantage of it leads the team again with four goals and what I'm really interested in is uh, the U20 USA national team uh, they lost in the group stage so that means that uh, Ali Sentinel and Talia Della Peruta could be coming back early maybe than that expected August 28th deadline or when that was going to end not really sure when their official return time is but I'm ex- I'm interested to see how they're going to fit into the lineup because obviously Sentner is a striker I could totally see maybe Dorn's bringing both of them off the bench for a game just you know get them in the hang of it but uh I, I'd expect Sentner to get the starting striker job Isabel Cox has done a pretty good job but we obviously know how talented and gifted Sentner is and then I'm more interested with uh Talia Della Peruta because do you put her on the same side as her sister do you put her on the opposite side do you bring her off the bench to start because uh Tori has had a good start to the season and especially in the formation that they're playing they're playing 4-3-3 with their center mids being pretty central, uh, with Sam being a little bit more attacking and Libby Moore being a little bit more defensive, and then you got Colton kind of roaming around. I'd call her just a center mid at this point. But, uh, I mean, Avery's doing so good on the left, and off, and her sister doing a great job on the right. I'm, I'm interested to see where she slots in, because she's also another versatile player. She can play on the outside. She's a, a right mid uh, she was playing right mid for uh, the for USA in the U20 World Cup. Uh, do they slot Avery back to the middle? But I don't know if you do that because of how well she's doing and how successful she's been as a goal scorer. So really interested to see how these two players uh, will fit in because this is already a really talented Tar Heel squad. Uh, they've beaten two really good teams in a row. Uh, and I'm, I'm really impressed actually 
by how well they have started this season. They have not, they, they've always had their foot on the gas. They have never taken a half off, uh, and that needs to be commended. Um, I'm, I'm actually proud <laughs> as a fan, but it was so fun tonight. Uh, loved going, obviously went with, went, went with some friends, but seeing the student section as packed as it was, and I was across the field, um, uh, kind of, uh, to the left of Tennessee's bench, but there's so many people there, uh, students, just families, adults, like, uh, that's the environment we love at Dorrance Field, and you can go back to Dorrance Field on Sunday, they host UNC Wilmington for their fourth home game in a row before a stretch of three away games, I think that's pretty much everything, I think I got it all covered, um, so next episode, uh, we'll talk some fantasy football, I'll get another one in during the weekend, but then most importantly, and I'm going to sneak, sneak peek at a little bit. The 100th episode of 125 Unfiltered is coming up. And I have a very special guest joining who is actually involved a little bit in the creation of 125 Unfiltered. You're not going to want to miss that. And you're not going to want to miss any of the stuff that's coming up. We got, again, fantasy football. UNC football starts on the 27th. Field hockey. We got a lot to cover. And again, like I've said, we are just getting started. Had so much fun with this one. That'll do it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you next time.